Beef Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to be discussing one of the seven webinar topics that was part of the Beef Feedlot Roundtable series that was held online February 23rd, 24th, and 25th, as well as March 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. These webinars have been recorded and are available at the beef.unl.edu website. The topic for our discussion today is around beef feedlot audits, and I have the privilege of being joined by Jesse Fulton, who's with the Nebraska Beef Quality Assurance Program. Thanks for joining me today, Jesse. Happy to be here, Aaron. Jesse, the focus of the topic you presented at the Beef Feedlot Roundtable webinar series was on feed yard audits. Share with us some more about what's going on with that, who's asking for these audits, and what are some things that feed yard owners and managers should be aware of as they start entering into that process. Yeah, so beef feed yard audits are here now. Tyson is actually uh, kind of one of the first to dabble in this field. You know, Tyson had their Tyson Farm Check program. Uh, what they're doing now is they're taking that program and going to start utilizing the U.S. cattle industry feed yard audit tool. Uh, that audit tool is available online for anyone that wants to pull it up and take a look at it. Um, they can go to ncba.org backslash feedyardaudit.aspx and they'll be able to download a PDF version of that audit and they can see exactly what's in there. These audit tools kind of come around because it helps hackers answer the questions for their consumers. And when I say their consumers, I'm talking about the Walmarts, Costco's, McDonald's, food service and retail um, customers of them. When they ask, you know, what kind of animal welfare program do you have? You know, Tyson's able to respond or, or Cargill is able to respond that they uh, require their feed yards to be BQA certified. However, they want more of a third party verification. Um, we have a lot of our feed yards that can definitely talk to talk, but can they walk to walk when it comes to animal welfare programs being implemented on their feed yards? Um, so they're here to help us answer questions um, for those consumers. Uh, they just want to see more third-party verification. Jesse, what's kind of a time frame in terms of when these audits are going to be implemented? What should be some expectations from a feed yard perspective in terms of how soon this is coming in a, in a window of time in which they would need to be prepared for an audit? Yeah, so Tyson is supposed to be releasing very, very shortly, I would say in the next three weeks about the new process on what they plan to do with Tyson Farm Check and how they will be utilizing these audits. Don't feel like that every feed yard who supplies Tyson with cattle is gonna be audited immediately. It's still gonna follow under their current auditing process. Uh, Tyson typically does a farm check visit to a feed yard every three years. It's gonna be the exact same thing. Uh, so don't expect any changes. For the other packers, um, Cargill, uh, there's no word really when they will start utilizing these feed yard audits. It, it probably will be shortly after Tyson. I mean, I, I kind of want to bounce back to when uh, the BQA certification requirement became part of the feed yard industry. So uh, Cargill announced it first and Tyson was right behind them along with some of the other packers. So with Tyson moving forward with this U.S. cattle industry feed yard audit tool, I would expect that Cargill and some of the other packers will be right behind them. Producers will have a bit of time, of course, to get ready for an audit. It's not like they can show up the day before. You have to be operating under normal conditions. 
Um, and what I, what I mean by that is if you've went through a natural disaster, let's say, so let's think back to 2019 when most of Nebraska was underwater due to the flooding and we were really struggling to, with our pen maintenance of our feed yards. That's something you were to relay back to the audit client. So whoever is wanting you to conduct the audit and let them know, hey, we're, we're not under operating under normal conditions right now. We're, we're kind of struggling and um, you can potentially get that audit rescheduled or you know, they'll, they'll make a note of that when you go through the audit and say, you know, we're not going to look at the pin conditions this time because of what you're going through. Um, some things that I want to cover are what they'll be covering in the feed yard audit. It's, it's a lot around paperwork. There is uh, protocols that they want to see that you have. They want to make sure you have a herd health protocol. You have a VCPR uh, form and a relationship with your veterinarian or your herd veterinarian. Um, biosecurity, it's a big thing. I know that you'll probably have Dr. Brian Vanderlei on talking about secure beef supply. I will let you know that in this audit, the secure beef supply plan is very important. And I know that Tyson has definitely called an addendum to the audit and where they want to uh, ensure that producers are working on a secure beef supply plan. So if you're a Nebraska feed yard, you definitely need to reach out to the Great Plains Veterinary Center about having them come out and helping you put together a a secure beef supply plan. Furthermore, they're going to be doing observations outside and that's with the home pens. They're going to be looking at uh, the maintenance of your feed bunks and, and cleanliness of your water tanks, your pen maintenance. Um, they're also going to look at handle handling observations. And so they will be shoot side with you when you process cattle. Um, just looking at a couple observations there. Some of these things you're probably already aware of, especially if you uh, participate in the BQA feed yard assessment. Um, pretty much that's one of the best ways to prepare uh, for one of these audits. Jesse, what are some other things that you would encourage feed yard owners and managers to do in, in preparing themselves and also those they work with to get ready for this audit that's going to occur? Yeah, I, I think the best thing they could do to help prepare for it is get to know the BQA feed yard assessment for sure. Um, I will tell you that the one that is posted online right now um, is the old version. They are in the middle of updating it um, to match the feed yard audit tool. Uh, the reason is because um, we feel that if we can get most of our producers to go through the assessment, it best prepares them to do the audit. Now, just another note is that you have to have a completed feed yard assessment within three years of the date that you uh, are audited. So you have to do it anyways. Um, so that's the best way to prepare I think another way to prepare using that tool is by doing it through a third party. So uh, I have volunteered my services as the BQA coordinator. I can definitely come out to your feed yard operation and conduct the feed yard assessment with you and answer any questions and help you get protocols and record keeping uh, put together to help you better prepare for this audit tool when, when it does uh, possibly make it to your operations. Don't hesitate to reach out to me to, to help you get that in order, or get some scheduled. Jesse, what else would you like to communicate and make sure that feed yard owners and managers are aware of as we move forward with this tool being more required and then implemented in feed yards? Yeah, you know, I just want let to let our feed yard producers know that this isn't something they need to worry about. This isn't, you know, a lot of people when they say the word audit, they hesitate and they're like, oh no. Uh, they think back to like the IRS coming and doing audit. That's not what this is. 
Um, this is just a verification type audit. Um, you're probably already doing a lot of these practices on your operation. You probably have a lot of the stuff they're going to be looking at in order and you practice these procedures every day. Um, so it's nothing to really worry about. But if you have concerns and you're worried and you want additional help, um, I'm here to help you. Uh, the BQA feed yard assessment is the best tool um, to utilize when preparing for these audits. I will tell you that the auditors who will be conducting these, they have to be BQA certified. They have to have industry of the feed yard, experience of the feed yard feeding industry. And they have to be PACO certified, which is Professional Animal Auditor Organization Certification. I am PACO certified, so I, I know exactly how these auditors are trained. I know exactly what they're looking for. Um, so I am your best resource to help you prepare for these. So please reach out to me. Um, you can reach out to me at NebraskaBQA at UNL.edu, or you can call my office at any time at 308-633-0158. Well, Jesse, thanks for joining me today, and thanks for your work on helping feed yards get ready for these changes that are coming. Not a problem. For more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. Again, this presentation that Jesse made was part of the Beef Feedlot Roundtable webinar series, and those webinars can be found at the beef.unl.edu website.